Hello everyone, welcome to All About Nigeria, a podcast where our host talks about Nigeria's history, politics, infrastructure, and a whole range of other topics. We would love to hear your views about all the things we talk about, so join us on Twitter at All About Nigeria. Thank you for listening. Hello everybody and welcome to All About Nigeria podcast. On this edition, I have with me a medical doctor, Dr. Olatokumbo Otitoju, and we're going to be talking about the Nigerian health sector. In talking about the health sector, we want to look at the past, how it was in the past in Nigeria, the present, and we're going to examine all the challenges, or at least a lot of the challenges that we have in that sector. And we will ask Dr. Uchitoju to project into the future for us and to let us see what recommendations that um, the government may want to look at to make the health sector much, much more productive and versatile for the citizens. So let me welcome Dr. Olatokumbo Utitoju. Thank Good you. Afternoon. Thank you, Antiago. Thank you for having me on All About Nigeria podcast. Delighted to be here with you today. Well, the first thing I'm going to ask you is to, I know you, yeah. but the people who will be listening and who are watching me don't know much about you. Okay. Can you just tell, tell us briefly about yourself? All right, my name is um, like Dr. Tokumbo, like um, you said earlier. Um, I'm a trained um, medical doctor. I have about 10 years' experience in um, the medical profession, both in clinical medicine and healthcare financing. Um, I work here in Nigeria, I'm still in Nigeria. I'm passionate about Nigeria. I don't have any, any thoughts of moving um, out of the country. Um, looking at challenges in the healthcare sector, trying to use all the resources that we have uh, to solve certain problems. What else? I live in Lagos. Okay, I'm going to actually ask us to dive in quickly okay. so that we get into the nitty gritty. Cast your mind back to Nigeria in the 70s, 80s. I know you're very young. I can chip in a bit about Nigeria in the, well, 60s 60s. and 70s. But the health sector wasn't always this decapitated, if I may use such strong terms. What do you see about the structure of the health sector? And what do you see about what changes have been brought in by the past governments and the present government? Can you just talk to us about the health sector? Um... Looking back in history, um, our health um, care sector started when the Europeans started coming into Nigeria. Um, they came purposely for themselves alone to with their drugs to treat themselves. And Nigerians were actually using their traditional mode of uh, treatment, while the Europeans brought the orthodox form of treatment. Then we also um, started developing when the missionaries came in, special mention to the Roman Catholic and the others. So um, those ones now started treating the people that the European um, workers workers and um, merchants were not attending to. So 
the missionary started with a much more organized uh, sector and they were treating mostly the people in the rural communities. Then the British government stepped in and started treating civil servants working for government. the British government and their families. So we had the missionaries, the British government, and uh, people that were using the traditional method of uh, healthcare um, system. And during the World War, um, doctors had to be drafted back into the army, and so the missionaries and the doctors from abroad um, treating uh, Nigerians had to leave back to Europe because Nigerians were not actually allowed to study medicine at that time. So when the doctors left, we now saw a vacuum and like now Nigerians have to go through this training and start um, need to start producing our own doctors to treat our people. And that was when we started setting up colleges in the country, uh, Yaba College of the Medicine Medical College, UCH um, in Ibadan, and several other medical colleges. But um, over time, our uh, health sector uh, kept on growing at that time. And then after a while, when uh, the military era came, we ran into some troubles and then we couldn't grow as much as we needed to. So we moved from rapidly growing in the 50s and 60s, having one of the best medical colleges in, in the continent, to a steady decline towards the mid-80s and 90s and then into this era. So I could remember then that UCH was almost uh, the center of excellence in Africa. In fact, there was a story that some, some kings from other African countries should come to UCH to receive treatment. Um, the problems are not too, um, too hard to solve. They are basic problems that we're still battling with. Battling with um, personnel, battling with the problems with infrastructure, and then also financing because healthcare is expensive everywhere in the world. But before we go to the question of financing, yes, I think that there is an issue we need to talk about, that I would like to have your input on okay. or into it. Okay. Um, it's a question of the structure of our health sector. I know that there is something called primary healthcare and there is yes. secondary healthcare and with then tertiary. Whose responsibility is what? And what is the, I mean, is it a local government that has responsibility for what's part of it? And what does it even mean by primary health care? Okay. What do we mean by secondary health care? What do we mean by tertiary? Who has responsibility for what? Okay, so the, um, the healthcare space is not clearly defined. Um, because Sean does not put the responsibility in the hands of either the federal government or the state government. And there are some sectors like that where it's not on the exclusive list, mm -hmm. it's on um, maybe the concurrent list where the federal government can decide to act and the state government can also decide to act on it. And when we have a situation like that, then we now have a situation where people start shifting responsibilities to, oh, you should do this, you should make one to solve this. It's mostly like education, so nobody wants to take um, that responsibility and then see government passing the ball to each other. So um, technically, primary health care should be managed at um, local government level. And by primary health care, we mean the major um, diseases that do not require specialist care. So at that level, a 
general practitioner should be able to solve it, solve such um, cases. Um, You're talking about malaria? Malaria, um, gastrointestinal disorders, yeah. um, upper respiratory tract infection, and yeah. our disease burden is huge at primary level. So the problem with Nigeria is still at primary, at primary level. We're not even dealing with the tertiary systems and the secondary system yet. So, but the local government um, should be in charge of the primary healthcare system. But because they have failed over time, um, the federal government had to step in. Okay. So you now have the federal government trying to renovate primary healthcare centers, trying to post doctors to primary healthcare centers and all. But primary healthcare should be at the state and local, local government level, while the federal government deals with the tertiary system. But that's why you have federal government allocating resources to teaching hospitals and federal medical centers. Those are tertiary level of uh, healthcare. Okay. And when we say tertiary level, what are we talking about? The cases where people, is it specialist cases or what? Yes, that's, those, are the, those are the cases where you get the highest level of, highest form of care, highest level of um, infrastructure, equipment, um, personnel and skill sets. And then it's also, they're also focused not just on treatment, but also training and learning. And it's at that point that uh, doctors are produced. The clinical, that's why they, they try to sharpen their clinical skills. And then when cases that cannot be managed at that primary, secondary, um, and primary and secondary level, um, they are also referred to the tertiary level. It's the highest form of they are the centers that provide the highest form of care. I'm going to try and um, bring it down so that we can actually all understand by giving some examples that I yes. want you to just see whether I'm right or wrong. Yes. Now, at the local government level, I know we have some primary health care centers. Yes. I see a few of them around Lagos. Yes. Are those ones managed by the federal government or the state government or the local government? They are managed by state government. The state government. And then the state yeah. government, um, state government hands them over to the local government authorities to to run technically. Okay. But the state government also has a primary health care board okay. that oversees those primary health care centers. But in areas where the state government have failed to um, develop that those primary health care centers, you now have federal government coming in with subventions and money to, to um, improve those primary health care centers because it's just much more sensible to build on what already have on ground and looking for. Okay, so when the federal government comes in to help out, yes, I, uh, I'm not sure the structure. Is it that the federal government um, gives the money to the state government or the federal government now intervenes directly in the primary sector? How is the funding done, if you are aware of it? So it's done in partnership with the, the state, state government. State okay. government. Okay. Not in partnership with the state government, because state government, um, the government at the state level have to first identify okay. where those primary health care centers are, because the federal government do not know also yeah. where those things are, where those hospitals are. Okay. So when they now do that, then the federal government now looks at uh, everything and then decides that this is how much we need to spend on each of these sectors. And it started in some states, I know, with Oshawa State, for example. Started renovating most of those primary health care centers. 
and there is this fund now that started yes. those primary education. All right, so the next question that I'm going to ask is this. The state government, let's take Lagos as um, our point of reference. Yes. The state government in Lagos has general hospitals. Yes. And those are plain and mainly state-owned hospitals. So I, how do we classify the general hospitals? Do we say they are secondary level or do we say they are primary or are they tertiary? Because I know they also have, like we have the lasso, which yes. is uh, obviously tertiary, but yes. tertiary legal state owned yes so um the general hospitals what do we classify i'm just trying to see if i'm somebody out there and i want to understand the health sector in nigeria what do we call is that still primary health care or is it secondary no, health care yeah they are secondary level some states have um, the resources to to upgrade some of them to tertiary status for example the last which used to be General Hospital in Kenya was, um, um, was during the era of uh, Tinubu, I guess, yeah. that it was upgraded to a tertiary mm -hmm. facility. And then when when such facilities get upgraded to a tertiary, that means that they have the, they want to train doctors. Okay. And then so they now need to get accredited um, by the medical and then that council um, so that they can produce doctors. So it goes, they go through a lot of um, process, and then they now need to recruit professors, they need to recruit doctors, they need to recruit a whole lot of people before they can now be accredited as tertiary um, facility. Okay, that makes sense now. So what we mean by tertiary really is, it's like teaching hospitals. Yeah, teaching okay. hospitals, yes. Right. Better medical centers and teaching hospitals. Okay, okay. All right, so we, when I was growing up, when I was young, I remember that we didn't have so much problems with getting into a hospital and not being able to get treated. Yeah. You know, we used to go to Luth, Lagos University Teaching Hospital at that time. Yeah. And we used to go to Creek Hospital, which is now the military hospital, Island Mortality, General Hospital, Lagos. And we didn't have all these cases of people dying and people not getting treated and the rest of it. What do you think has happened to the health sector? Why did we go down this terrible path that is almost as if it led us into destruction of our health sector ourselves? It's a failure at all levels of uh, all levels of healthcare system. Failure at the primary, failure at the secondary, and failure at the tertiary system, and the total neglect of the healthcare space. So back then, Nigeria was a little bit smaller in terms of population and size. And then started growing, our population started growing so fast than um, the system on ground. They started losing doctors. The first exodus was in during the 80s or mid 80s. And Saudi Arabia, yes, I think. Yeah, Saudi Arabia, <laughs> uh, Eastern Europe. Yeah. Before then, Nigeria used to train doctors abroad and then come back and work because most of our professors were trained abroad by the federal government. So that, that scholarship set stopped with the military and then doctors started moving out of the country. And after a while, we stopped um, expanding the facilities and the training facilities. So right now we have about 36 medical colleges that most of them will produce about 100 doctors every year. That's, that's about 3,600, 3, which is very, very low. India, for example, 
But our population relative to India, India is also quite low. Yeah, 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 India is about a billion. Yes. And we are about um, 200 million plus and minus. Yes. But, so, but they, they, they are able to retain a lot uh, of people that include. Yes. Even though okay. you see five, some of their doctors are from okay. But Nigeria is not able to produce enough. And we are also leaking out our doctors. So if we produce about 3,600 every year, and we need about um, maybe 100,000 more extra, it's going to take us about 30, 30 years. Right? 30 years. About that. About produce. That. Yeah, to produce. <laughs> yes, right. And that's assuming that none of them leave. Mm -hmm. So we can we need to expand and we need to find a way to start training doctors aggressively. India did it. Telegraphy scholarships and incentive to parents to enroll their kids in medical colleges. They did it for over about 10 years. Then they moved to IT. So they have a plan. They know their challenges and they know what they want to do. Started with medicine and they got to a point where they now have so many doctors that they have to start exporting doctors abroad. But you see their doctors struggling for jobs elsewhere. Then they moved to IT. Almost dominated, practically dominated the space in the IT system. And probably they'll move to some that maybe agriculture. So well, I think that I'm sorry to cut it, yes. but I think that our problem really is retention. The little that we're producing are going off. Yes. So what do we do concerning retaining? Why are they leaving? The human beings we always migrate to. Nobody can stop it. Mm -hmm. Because most it's mostly economic migration. People will take the opportunity to, to earn better and to live in good uh, or better environment. Happens to every every country. American doctors move to Saudi Arabia, they move to Dubai, British doctors move to Australia. So you are not perturbed really by the fact that people are moving out. What you're saying is that we should train more. Um, um what I'm what, what I'm saying is that we may not be able to stop them. In as much as we stay out the we divide between economically disadvantaged countries and countries that are much more richer than um, or that are richer than Nigeria, they will attract our doctors. But what we have to do now is to ensure that we keep training more I and mean, we do not make them see reasons to leave. Even though they want to leave, we should not make we should not throw it at them that you guys can leave if you want to leave. But so what are leave. the reasons why they are leaving? Why? Apart from the economic and everything, what there must be something in the health sector management that is making it not really conducive for people to work here or want to stay here. Why are they living? What are those problems? Because we're talking to, I'm going to ask people to write in and yes. give us their views about this. But I'd like to have your own view. Why, you're a young doctor, yes. you're pretty young, and you said that you're not about to leave. That's yes. the first thing you said, that you're Nigerian, you're here, you're passionate. So why are your colleagues leaving? One, um, the standard of healthcare in Nigeria is yes. not the best. Um, in terms of um, the working environment is, is really not not too good. In what way? In the hospital settings, the necessary equipment not there. Some of them are overworked because of doctor-patient relationship, which is very, very high in Nigeria. So they get frustrated over time. So Kumbu, I'm going to stop you a bit. Okay. Because, you see, one of the things that I do 
and I do all the time, is to probe at yeah. the real reasons. Okay. Now, and I want to find this from you. These doctors were trained in this same environment that you are talking about. Yes. Bad equipments, everything not being adequate, not enough. The same conditions brought them out and yes. qualified them yes. as doctors. Yes. So why are they leaving? How did they know that there's a difference somewhere? I just want to know why they are leaving. So because going through medical school, you have to you have to struggle through all those processes. Yeah. I also did. Was 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 bad. Tend to memorize almost everything. Classrooms are filled or lecturer will probably just talk and talk for two or three hours. Only few few lecturers will have the time to actually sit down with you and explain everything. You have to do a lot by yourself. Then you now struggle to end that maybe seven, eight year or year. It's time to work and time to start your life, time to be with your family and all. And then you are thrown into another, another system that looks like entirely like the medical school again. You have to take calls, get to the hospital by 8 a.m., at 5 a.m., you can barely stand up from your from your seat, seeing lots and lots of patients. Okay, so you have um, work, work later stress. Work hours, which is terrible. Yes, terrible. And the remuneration is also not encouraging. Uh -huh. for them. I think maybe we are getting to the real yeah, issue, the money, remuneration. The money aspect mm -hmm. is not much. So when you look at the work that they put into, uh, into the job every day, and what they earn at the end of the day, it's really not, doesn't match up. I think it's more of the remuneration, if I may say it, because all the conditions you talked about yeah. are also the same conditions that are abroad, where they are running to. Doctors work crazy hours abroad. In fact, in England, there was a survey that showed yeah. that doctors in England, especially the junior doctors, yeah. commit, had a high rate of suicide yes. because of stress. Yeah. And the government had to step in to put in certain conditions to say they can't walk past these hours, they can't do this and that. So it's all over. If they are running away from Nigeria because of the work schedule and everything, and they're yeah. running abroad to places where they're also going to work. So I don't see it as a question of the workload stress. Yeah. I'll rather take the economic one of the salary not being enough, yeah. which we can now address. What yeah. I think government has been trying to do some salary adjustments because you, you guys went on strike sometime two years or three years ago. Yeah. Did you get anything out of it? So the, the, <laughs> the, the work stress abroad is um, it's uh, kids play compared to what in, what's here in Nigeria. So the average Nigerian doctor would rather choose that stress abroad. Yes, because it's, it's a much more structured environment. I'd rather go to that stress abroad than here in Nigeria. When you go to stress in the hospital and you get back to your home, you are sure that there will be lights, there will be water, you are rest assured that your life is secure and all that. So I'll go through that stress and I'll rather stay in Nigeria. And then when you look at the economic angle too, it's really, really, and because of the disparity in, in um, currency value, so we'd rather go out with that every money and send the money back home. And then training too. Most doctors will finish in Nigeria here and then maybe to get into the system, want to become consultants and everything. Okay, that's a, that's a and then to get into the that's training system, residency program. 
So rather than faff around trying to look for jobs, working in private hospitals that do not pay enough and all that, rather go abroad and Okay, thank you, Chukumbo. But um, we need to talk about one thing now, and that is, what do you think is the way forward in the health sector for government, for doctors? Because you see, I'm passionate about Nigeria. You know that, and yes. this is all about Nigeria. Okay. So what we we try to do is, we're going to, I'm going to just give you these questions and have you think about it so that yeah. we'll come back after the break. And we'll continue with this discussion. But this is the question. The problems we talk about here yes. have some solutions. And Obviously. what we try to do is to prefer some solutions so that government can have a look at it or whoever it is. I would like you to think about the health, um, the health insurance scheme yes. and what of what value it is. I'd like you to think about the um, cost of training a doctor. And who should bear it? Yeah. And I like you to think about what kind of salary, what kind of emoluments will the doctors find convenient for them, or at least um, fine for them. Okay. So right after the break, we'll come back to those questions. Okay.